anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. In the white room with black curtains near the station. Alright, everybody, inside agitator, episode sixty four. Yeah. I'm just going to beat that. <laughs> no, leave it. Leave it. Leave it. Yeah, it adds flavor. Um, if you want to call it that. That's agitator's signature. <laughs> we had to let them know Uh-oh. we're not that serious. We had to bring it back yeah, down. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll leave it. <laughs> setting, setting the mood. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> a lot of fucked up shit right now. Mm-hmm. The Democrats are uh, just diarying the bed um yeah they're now talking about the shelving the build back better bill <laughs> um yeah uh which ryan cooper called by the way he was like yeah mansion's gonna hold this up and just kill the bill and it looks like that's pretty much what happened if they if like if they kept infrastructure in it mansion's gonna murder it and that's like pretty much what it looks like happened so like once again we know where his yacht is. Yeah. <laughs> like, this one guy is just fucking the country. But the reality of it is, it's he, it's not like it's just him acting as a sole actor. Mm. It's part of the plan. He's playing the heel, like in wrestling. Yeah. They're all on board with not doing shit for us and only doing shit for the corporate overlords. It's fucking, but they get to blame Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema. It's a fucking cop-out that allows people to still think, that, oh, well, good old Joe, he's trying to help. No, motherfucker, he's not. He's not attempting to at all. Nah, bro, he is, uh... I'm sorry, I gotta... Hold on, give me a sec here. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little gassy. That man Biden playing Connect Four, bro. He ain't doing shit. He fucking... Yeah, he's literally... I, could he, he... Does he even have the mental capacity to play Connect Four? Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah. I feel like I'd smoke Joe Biden in Connect Four <laughs> 10 out of 10 rounds. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh man, that would be yeah. Oh, that's how they should Someone's decide. Someone's gonna the clip next that president. out. Me saying I'll smoke Joe Biden. <laughs> They're gonna fucking be like, "See, I I knew it." <laughs> <laughs> We're talking um, about besting someone in a game of Connect Four. Not that is specifically what I said. Yeah. I said he does not have the mental capacities to beat me in Connect Four, which is definitely true. Um, shit. So. Student debt, yeah, <laughs> something both uh, an ailment both of us suffer from. Yeah, uh, how how are you feeling? Well, I feel, um, you know, obviously Biden is bullshitting and Jen Psaki is bullshitting um, through their fucking teeth whenever they say all this shit. You know, they lie to us. I think that's important to highlight. They fucking lied to all of us uh, millennials to try and yep. get our vote, and now it's been a uh, what a year now, almost yeah. two years. And uh, we haven't gotten shit. Uh, no 10K, nothing at all. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about 10K for a minute. Mm. By the end of the campaign, it was whittled down to, which is wild, because if you're lying anyway, just be like, I'm going to cancel student debt. But motherfucker was like, I'll cancel 10K of debt with stipulations for certain people. 
And people were still like, all right, well, that's something. You know, 10K mm-hmm. is life-changing for a lot of people. Yeah. And then they won't even do that. Yeah. And that was already like a whittled-down bullshit fucking uh, – thing and, all right and so so a they can lie during the campaign but it wasn't even like they promised that fucking much so it's like if you were lying anyway why not just fucking yeah lie, lie about the, the whole thing. thing yeah exactly and then i guess keep expectations low you know um but i got the saki clip here and this is so to continue the lying here she is um and jen saki truly just like people shat on the trump administration's press people like so much you know, and granted, Sean Spicer was, like, fun to make fun of, and, you know, they did suck. Mm-hmm. But Jen Psaki is uniquely evil because she's competent. The yeah. Trump press people really weren't as competent at lying. And the press was on their asses to the point where Trump stopped doing those press briefings. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but Jen Psaki gets to just lie to the media, and they go along with it. And and they act like the media is on their ass. The media is barely on their ass. They ask like half questions, and they don't push back when they're just directly lied to, even if the reporter is smart enough to know that it's bullshit. So here we go. Um, I think you said last week that uh, you were working on a plan to help students pay. Um, but what about President Biden's campaign to forgive or cancel a $10,000 student debt? Pardon me. Um, you know, what is the message to those people who feel uh, that he's yet to follow through on that promise? If Congress sends him a bill, he's happy to sign it. See, and there's yeah. a one main problem with that. Biden has the power to cancel the shit himself. And the reporter doesn't Not only do a that. good job at fucking following up and, and follow with that question, but just lets the shit roll. Like, you know, it's... Yep. <laughs> and not only can he do it by executive order, mm. that ability... Was grant like she wants to act like oh well we're not going to be undemocratic and just do it by executive order we're going to have Congress and so then all the blue check libs who don't whose parents are paying their student debt get to go well um you know we don't want to just do things by executive order that's a bad precedent as if Trump didn't do that shit nonstop with the full backing of the Supreme Court yeah but fucking exactly <laughs> Congress already sent a bill to the president as the debt collective points out in 1965. It's called the Higher Education Act, and in that bill, Congress authorized the executive branch to cancel all federal student debt. So, guess what? Bill's already sent. It, it <laughs> balls in your court. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> and, and then uh, uh, something I want to point out is that – and this is New York Times reporting. This is not even like, you know, PSL Daily. This is the New York Times. This mm-hmm. is not a far-left rag in any way. Um, at least if you ask if someone with a brain. So Heather Long reports, many low-income Americans find their savings dwindling or even depleted. My savings are fucking depleted. Yeah, me I'm too, fucking man. broke as a bitch. Broke as um, shit. In debt. Fucking, <laughs> in debt. I'm 007 right now. Zero money, zero hose, seven. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. Damn. <laughs> For them, the economic recovery is looking less buoyant. Yeah, fucking A. Uh, the extra savings from stimulus, unemployment, not spending could be gone by early 22 for the working class. And there's a graph here. I don't like graphs. I like them less than words. Um, give me pictures. But so there's a graph here that I guess proves it. Fucking. Uh, so anyway, what a great time to reinstate student debt. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if all these people are just not fucking ready, you know. <laughs> and so here's the thing. Joe Biden, as we were saying earlier, doesn't have the mental capacity to play fucking Connect Four. And so I wonder, like, is it the Democrats themselves? Because here's what's actually going on here. The big ruling class narrative and what that's been put in everyone's brains, whether you make fucking 60K working at a car dealership up, you're going to be at Thanksgiving dinner talking about, yeah, nobody wants to get back to work. You know, Mm -hmm. people are just fucking, they're just sitting on their ass, man. Yeah, there's being lazy. Mm. Yeah. Not working hard like me, a guy who dropped out of college and was given his father's car dealership under the under the pretense I would quit pills. And I haven't. <laughs> like, 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 In fact, those I are still the pe- do a lot of pills. <laughs> yeah, like, um, <laughs> hope that person doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> Fuck it. And, uh... <laughs> And uh, wouldn't want to have to issue another redaction. Yeah, well, you might be another two week redaction coming up right after. Um, but so you got fucking, you, you got these assholes. But the real people thinking, dreaming this up, are in the ruling class, and it's because they have an understanding that workers need to be desperate to be good workers to fully exploit their labor. They need to be in a desperate economic position where I can get them to work long hours for low pay create a lot more value than they earn back in their wages mm-hmm. and and you know that's my profit and so they want exploitable workers and right now people are saying fuck you to the system and and we haven't even really touched on the anti-work movement going on right now that i'm super proud of mm-hmm. um and and that is you know it's hurting it's hurting the pockets of the ruling class and they've somehow made it not about people rebelling against the conditions and the circumstances that they're pushed into by the system and they've made it about oh people are just fucking lazy yeah and i wonder if biden himself is in on the bit like he understands or his team understands like we need to make things harder on people in order to get them back to work um and because right now i think what people need to understand is the inflation crisis is fake it's price gouging by the corporations the inflation crisis is fake and if you don't believe me, there's a bunch of research to back it up. Feel free to DM us on Instagram, Inside Agitator. I'll hit you with all the numbers. The inflation crisis is fake. It is price gouging. Additionally, people are not wanting to give their labor, but that's because they are fed up with capitalism and because COVID exposed how these companies didn't give a fuck if they lived or died. They just wanted money. Yeah. People are more aware that they're not being taken care of than ever. People are more aware of their individual atomization than ever. Mm-hmm. People are aware of all these things, and, and the illusion of an American society that's beneficial for everybody has kind of been shattered. So people are, don't want to work. And so what a lot of companies are doing is they are on capital strike. Where normally what you would do is as the – and this is so funny. I am now in a position where I'm defending the free market because the fucking ruling class doesn't believe in it. The free market would dictate right now that you raise wages, and I'm looking for work right now. Everyone's talking about how there's these $25 an hour jobs. There are not. That is a lot. Not in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Um, And fucking – so there's this rumor like, oh, yeah, there's all these high-paying jobs. There's not. Capital has decided – And the good example of this is the airplanes. A bunch of pilots didn't want to fly. And instead of hiring new pilots or raising the wages of the previous pilots, you know what the airline said? All right, we're just going to not, we're just going to lose money, leave money on the table, and not run these flights. 
And you're seeing that across the board. Kellogg's would rather have empty shelves and leave money on the table than give a wage increase to the 1,400 striking members of their production facilities who they just laid off for striking. They'd rather leave money on the table rather than set the precedent of we're going to raise these wages now because they know once the the wages are raised – that's going to cost them X amount of money over the next decade, two decades. So it's cheaper for them to keep keep it now, keep losing the money now, leave the money on the table, and make sure that people – and just hold out for Biden and their stooges in the White House and in politics to make things worse for the American people so that they're forced to go back to work in the conditions that they do not want to work in. That is what's happening right now. And Biden will go on TV and say, oh, I was talking to the CEOs about inflation and we're working on fixing it. Bullshit. Like, yeah. And I wonder if he actually believes that. Like, I wonder if he's he believes the media narratives. Because what was so funny about Trump was Trump was like the first president who believed everything Fox News said. It used to be the yeah. other way around. The politicians shat into a bucket and gave it to the news and they fucking shat it in our mouths. Now Trump's like in front of the TV getting shat in his mouth. Like that was a unique kind of change. And so I wonder, is Biden just a victim of the same propaganda campaign being run by the media that is ran by the corporations he serves? Or is he in on the joke somehow? Because it's not really clear to me. Yeah. Something that's illuminating was Jen Psaki saying earlier in the week, it is a high priority for our administration to – Startup loans again. Why? Yeah. Why? Why, why do? Why do them niggas need money? Why? Bro? Why in in the pandemic still mm-hmm. is that the high priority? I'm curious. And I feel like they're not going to be as brazen to say, "Oh, well, we want people to get back to work." <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. But I think that's it. I I think that's what it is. Um. To a great extent, we're and and that's why they don't want to help us and give us a a leg up. And and so here's something interesting. Here's a list of that I wrote down um, of all the things that Biden has not done. We got no universal pre-K, no voting rights protection. Although on that end, they are now claiming that they're going to re-pivot from Build Back Better to voting rights. We're going to focus on that first, which is, it serves a couple of purposes. It excuses the fact that Joe Manchin probably just killed Build, build Back Better. Yeah. Oh, we're just re-pivoting our focus. It It's... They get to pretend they're doing something for the black community, who is the most impact by voting, who most impacted by voting rights infractions, mm-hmm. and and that's what's so funny. What are they doing for black people? Oh, they're protecting your voting rights. Yeah. What are they doing for black people? Not the black vote. We yeah. know they want the black people to vote for them. What are they doing for black people? Not that's shit. what's and yeah. It, well, yeah. Not, not a like thing. almost almost the opposite of not shit. They're making shit worse yeah. for people. Yeah. Um, you know, 40% of people in student debt do not have a college degree. They don't to show for it. They dropped out because they didn't have the support systems or et cetera to get through it. I think it's like 79% of those people are Latino or black. Yeah. And so imagine your, your options are work at the Kellogg's factory or be hounded by debt collectors. So shit, you're going to go back to work. You're going to stop striking now that you got fucking thousands of dollars to owe back and shit. You're only going to be able to pay the minimums every month. You're just going to go deeper and deeper in debt. Yeah. You will never be free of debt. You are going to be working until you fucking die. Dead ass. Like, literally. Unless you commit a crime, and then we'll throw you in jail and pay you $20, 20 cents an hour for your labor. Yeah. And then, then you're even more fucked. Yeah. No, it, it, it's definitely like a one or two option. 
that they are trying to push yep. right now, you know? Yep. They struck down the minimum wage increase. They have not helped with insurance prices or drug costs or medical debt, any of that. Um, obviously, they've rolled back the student loan forgiveness. They rolled back the child tax credit that they were flaunting. Like, look, we're doing good things. That is not going to be fucking extended. And then, obviously, they're fucking drilling three times the amount for oil than fucking Trump ever did. And they're just destroying the environment worse than Trump ever did. After paying all that lip service to we need a president to understand who understands climate change. Realize that makes it worse if you understand what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. You if you understand climate change and then go drill more, then like, yeah. You're that's you're worse. A, you're an evil ass fucking lizard, dude. Like what Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. When you have a fucking coal baron Joe Manchin in your fucking party, no surprise. Yeah. Um They need to put that guy in a fucking leash. Um, yeah. But so fucking. Uh, the Democrats are just going to get swept in the midterms. And that's the third purpose the voting rights shit uh, serves is it contributes to this narrative that like, oh, we didn't win because Susan Sarandon, the left yeah. and people tweeting to fund the oh people tweeted to fund the police too much. It's turning voters away. That's what they're going to keep saying. Mm-hmm. And it's such a it's such a trick because they just don't want to defund the police. They want to fund the police. So they're blaming all their failures on that. But then the biggest one that the, that is impacted by their new pivot to voting rights is that they get to claim that the reason they're losing is because Republicans are like undermining democracy, which when the Republicans do that, they claim fascism and coup and this, that, and the third, and there's validity to that. Mm-hmm. But they get to go give into the same narratives. And listen, voting rights are a real thing. Republicans do gerrymandering is the tip of the iceberg. They fuck over and try to prevent people from voting. But you know what prevents even more people from voting? Um, not making it a, a federal holiday where people have a day off. Yeah. Yeah, and working people can't vote. But they don't want working people to vote, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Because, uh, yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll pay all the lip service they can and do what they want. But, you know, the writing is on the wall. It speaks for itself. Writing is on the fucking wall. And... What I'm reading is uh, Trump 2024. That's what I see on the fucking yeah. wall. That's what's coming. Um, I and, do too. And like, that's what's so wild is because this was my suspicion. I almost didn't even know how to part, like articulate this the right way um, going into the 2020 election. But here, like, when people be like, "Why are you withholding your vote? Now is the time. We need to get Trump out and the kids in cages and this, that, and that." With all this gravitas and moral righteousness, what? I knew what happened was we would just end up back in the same place. And what I was saying then was, well, we're not actually they don't aren't actually interested in stopping the rising tide of fascism. They're they're interested in expanding the state apparatus that contributes to it. So it's not actually gonna stop fascism or Trump. Fucking A. I I knew for a fact that with Trump in there as a good heel, people would be more motivated to rebel against the system. So part of me almost was like, fuck, I, I, don't even, I think it's going to be bad. We're going to get lulled back to sleep. And that did happen. But what's now even more apparent to me is we're going to have a Biden term, Trump 2024 to 2028. And then in 2028, we're going to be exactly where we were in 2020. Yes. We're going to be exactly where we're, we're starting back at. Oh, we got to get Trump out. What the fuck? We're going to be right back where we fucking were. No. no progress has been made. And that whole time, what we could have done is withheld our vote, push the Democrats to the left to do the actual good things, earn our vote. But even that seems like such a fucking fantasy now. 
They're never going to move. They're never going to budge. They yeah. are controlled opposition for the Republicans. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, they uh they are just meant to to uh I guess pretend it, it, create what is it? Create the illusion of progress, right? And, yeah. and do all these different things that, you know, where they could say, look, look, we did this. But then, you know, it's not enough. It's never enough. And then the, the Republicans will just roll it back two steps farther. And then, you mm-hmm. know, the Democrats will come back in one step and then two steps. And it eventually just gets so far right that we'll eventually yep. slide into fascism if we aren't. And they're about to come it. back bolder than ever. Yeah. After all the culture war shit, they're they're fucking foaming at the mouth. All these fucking rabid dogs. Yeah. They're gonna come back bolder than ever. Could you imagine the type of Kyle Rittenhouse activity we're gonna get under a second Trump presidency? Yeah, it's gonna be a uh, and the cop activity as well. You know. Yeah. Horrible. And, and how emboldened they felt during his first term. You know, round yeah, two. Yeah. And now they're gonna like, feel more emboldened than ever because there's the example of oh, a liberal came in and we didn't really suffer that many consequences. We got more funding. So we can go balls to the wall next time. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah, They were all worried about this big reckoning when Joe Biden got in there, and it never came. And he responded to that worry by saying, no, 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 don't worry. Here's extra money. Yeah. I would also love to see figures. If one of our followers has this, please DM us on how much of the COVID sp- – like, there were all these big COVID bills. And a lot of states would appropriate that spending and give it to the police to enact new COVID measures or whatever. I want to see how much COVID spending, COVID relief funds – actually ended up going to police departments because I have a feeling that it's a staggering amount. Yeah. A staggering amount. Um, it probably is. Yeah, I have, I have no idea, but... Uh, I feel like you can't even Google that. They're not going to come up. You got to, like, duck, duck, go that shit. <laughs> probably. Let's see. COVID uh, budget on police. Uh... Well, the first thing that comes up is defund the police is already happening thanks to the COVID nineteen budget budget crunch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like by Politico, dude. Like it's the first article yeah. that comes up. Yeah, see, like you can't even Google this shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you were absolutely right. That's funny. Yeah, but yeah, everything is just saying to get cut, but in, when in fact they got more money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, it's one of the wildest propaganda campaigns of all time. Because that both sides have been playing into, Democrats more than even the Republicans. They've completely enabled this narrative to take shape and have contributed to it greatly. Um, really concerning. Yeah. A li- but yeah, I'm just, I, I'm fucking like not, I'm, I'm more hopeless than ever in electoral politics, which is pretty depressing. Mm-hmm. But I think that just contributes to how important it is to believe in the possibility of a movement outside of the political system, outside of the electoral politics system. Um, that can liberate us because that's all that that's left on the table. That's what's pretty clear to me. Man. Unless we want to wait till 2028 to do this again. And I guess in 2028, we're not going to be exactly where we were because they can't do the whole Trump's going to win again because I don't think you can run for a third term. Although, fucking A, I don't even want to say that. Who fucking knows? Yeah, yeah they might fucking. fucking. Might. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it big. I'm doing it bigly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, truly, I, and if it's not Trump in 2024, I don't know who else is going to take that. Like, it's going to be Trump, Like, <laughs> oh, I've man. seen I've seen the name float around. That would be rough. And Carlson's a little uh, power grubbing little fella. He would, yeah. he would be into that. Yeah, he would. I, I, but see, I don't even think Carlson has the drip that bow tie wearing motherfucker. Like, only Donnie no. Casino can truly unite 
all the rabid dogs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think Tucker Carlson would just say too much and just confuse Republican voters. Probably <laughs> he would just no be, real shit. Yeah. yeah, he would just try and just create this fucking large loophole so you just get lost, and then he makes his overarching point at the end that is completely yeah. racist and based in like different fucking just terrible viewpoints. You know. Because Tucker would probably try to step up his game from the news. Like, all right, yeah. I got to be a presidential candidate now. If he just ran a campaign doing his news segments, he could win. But I feel like he's too much of an elitist prick to do that. Um, yeah, like, he is he a Swanson like, boy. Yeah, the Swanson boy. Yeah. And for people who don't know, he's the heir to the Swanson food fortune. <laughs> you ever seen that in the supermarket? The, 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 the voice of the working class. Yeah. yeah. Um, which just makes the Glenn Greenwald sucking up to him shit more egregious. I completely did 180 on Glenn. I like was kind of like when everyone was turning on him, I was like, you know what? I think maybe there's some validity to what he's trying to do. Oh my, he just sucks now. He just sucks. Yeah. Him and Hassan were fighting back and forth, and I was like, I just have no horse in this fight. I hope they kill each other. This is yeah. Oh, let's talk about this. Vouch and Hassan yeah. got banned from Twitch <laughs> for saying cracker. For saying- which I disagree. Like, that's bullshit, yeah. but also good. Fucking good riddance. <laughs> it's only for seven days, though. They're coming oh, right back. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're acting like they fucking are getting, like, hung in the public yeah, square. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's only it's seven so days? Seven days Ugh. on both. I, and listen, Cracker's not a slur. No. I've never once been offended. at. I, honestly, I can't even remember a time I was seriously called a Cracker. No. But if I was, I don't think I'd like cry about it. Like, yeah, no, because you know? that word has no deep-seated meaning, and it was not used over generations to fucking actively uh, single out a group of people. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not what it is. It's not what it's ever going to be. Yeah. Like, go ahead and say honky. I think yeah. white people will be okay. I yeah, think it's all right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I forgot about that one. I <laughs> Honky's especially funny because yeah. it's like white people had cars first. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, honky. like yeah. that's like a really funny one. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But, but yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and yeah, that's the deep meaning of honky. You had cars first. Yeah, like it's not at all an equivalent <laughs> to that word in any way. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no, not at all. And it's yeah. so crazy. Like the people that are so fucking mad at this are like the same people who are just willingly, openly use any other racial slur yeah. <laughs> to describe yeah. anybody else. But yeah. oh dear Lord heavens, don't call me a fucking cracker. Oh my god. God, should we did you watch that video of the dude who was like i personally find that offensive and then like right be- right after he says that he said hold on let me put on this watch real quick and it's a fucking rolex <laughs> i did see that i did see that that rolex looked fake though in yeah all, in all probably that looked like a fake roly but but still the sentiment yeah <laughs> wild 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 yeah absolutely insane <laughs> yeah and and like hassan's like a I don't really have a major issue with Hassan. It's fine. It's kind of what we talked about on episode 63, our last episode. Like when you're like in the land on- landowning ruling class and you have a comfortable life, you're just not like, I think my biggest objection with Hassan is that he didn't really support like Julian Assange. Mm-hmm. And like, he's like, if you support Julian Assange, you're annoying. That shit's whack. Like almost like, it's like, it's just aesthetically displeasing. Cause he's a conservative guy. And it's like, so what? Like, it doesn't matter if it matches your aesthetic to support yeah. Julian Assange. Like, it's a fucking attack on our free speech. And for those who don't know, Julian Assange was the WikiLeaks guy who's currently basically being executed by the state. He's being extradited to the United States. He's going to end up 
in um, ADX Florence in Colorado, which if there's one jail to go liberate, that's like the roster. That's like the Suicide Squad. They got like Ted Kaczynski in the same row as like the Oklahoma City Bomber. What? Like, it's, really? Yeah. El Chapo's in there. Like it's like all it's like it's like like if you know like the the the, the jail in the Avengers, like the yeah. floating island jail, yeah. like where all the villains are, yeah. that's ADX Florence. And it's hard like it's a, it's horrible conditions. Like yeah. you gotta like earn outside privileges. And I don't even know if it's outside, I think it's like a windowed ceiling. Like it's like it's like a horrible and and mm-hmm. at first he wasn't being extradited to the United States because a judge ruled like yeah, you're basically just murdering him by putting him in there, which is so wild that another country is like, yeah, your prison system's so bad that that's murder, and we're not going to extradite him. Yeah. Um, but it looks like that's where he's going to get thrown. And yeah. yeah, listen, there are certain people in there, like the Oklahoma City bomber, who probably should be in a prison like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, free my boy Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> 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 free Teddy ain't do nothing. Uh, he ain't do nothing. Free my boy. Free Ted till it's backwards. Um, but man, 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 man. So you gonna bleep that or not? I probably. No, I think that's fine. Probably. I'm probably bleeping that. I think that's fine. Holy shit. <laughs> See, I don't even know much about what he did, though. You know what I mean? Like, I he really mainly did. just killed academics. That's fine. They, those people suck. <laughs> I had to look more into it. I'll watch something on the him tonight. All right, yo, what you should watch? There's um, there's a fictional show on Netflix that's like pretty good. It's like from the perspective of an FBI of the FBI agent that was like that cracked the code to like go catch him um and that's a pretty good show and then there's a documentary about it that's pretty good i think also on netflix and like neither of them are like completely anti-ted um one of the badass things he did was he literally like represented himself because he thought his lawyers were plotting against him which i'm sure in part they were Mm -hmm. um and he was just yeah, too based for this world, let's say. He yeah. is not. Um, he also, is, which is one of the funny things about him, is he was an MK Ultra experiment um, gone wrong. Wait, what? Um, yeah, they gave Buddy too much acid, and he moved to the woods, and then fucking, like, he was an MK, like, when they were trying to do mind control and shit, he was at Harvard as a young student. He was there, like, way before, like, he was, like, 15 or some shit, or 16 at Harvard, and um, absolute genius. And was taken into this program, and the documentary actually covers it pretty well. Um, and what they kind of did to him, and it was basically torture. Um, and then that created one of the greatest enemies of the United States government. You know, um, mm-hmm. he was a guy who was fucked with by them, and then responded by saying, "No, nah, I'm going to fuck with you. I'm going to be stronger than this." And to an extent, there's a strength to that um, that is respectable. Um, I, you know, what he did was reprehensible, um, just murdering like a lot of innocent people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, more people have died of COVID, like, during this conversation. The ruling class has way more bloods on, on their hands. The fucking uh, automated imperialist machine that he was so worried about, um, you know, I think it's the uh, 
the Industrial Revolution and its consequences have been a disaster for the human race is like the first sentence of his manifesto. Mm-hmm. And I think that machine has far more blood on its hands than Ted Kaczynski ever would have now if he was still sending bombs out. Oh, yeah. Um, no. So, you know, and and complicated figure. Um, and But I will say this, the one of the only people who's going to be lower in hell than Ted Kaczynski is the, his brother who turned him in. That is that is a worse thing than what Ted Kaczynski did to turn in your own brother. Um, no matter how righteous or not you felt his cause was, that is a worse sin. And I truly believe that that the person who will be a couple layers lower in hell is Teddy K's brother. Um, and it was funny. He, he tipped the FBI off anonymously, and they went through a lawyer um, basically like thinking that it would remain anonymous. And then the feds like left it on a copier. Like, and like, it completely came out that his brother did that shit. Yeah. Um, so that's a little tip to any any potential <coughs> snitches listening. Um, if you think you're anonymously tipping the feds, it'll probably come out because they're fucking careless and incompetent at their jobs. Yeah. So, um, don't and, be, and don't unlike be little Ted snitches. Kizinski, I have friends. Don't talk to us <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't talk to feds, guys. Yeah. Um, but so. Uh, yeah, fucking wild. Um, the Julian. So that's my big objection to Hassan is like, why? Like, oh, I, I don't want to support Julian Assange because it's whack. Like, yeah and, yeah. and then he claims he later went on to talk about it more in the video that that clip was from. But like, you know, if that's your initial response to people asking you to talk about Julian Assange or questioning you in Twitch chat as to why you're not, like, you suck. Like, you're not really leftist. It's very aesthetic. And I guess. You know, Hassan does great work, and a lot of people will say to me, like, hey, well, you know, he's at least bringing people into the left. And I'm like, yeah, that's all and good, but, like, all right, here's my opinion on Hassan, summed up. One day on stream, he was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt. Someone clipped this and sent it to me. He was wearing a Grateful Dead shirt, and someone asked him, do you like the Grateful Dead? And he said, nah, but I really like the shirts. And I think that's basically Hassan's relationship to leftism. Yeah. I think he really likes the shirts. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know? No, like, but actually, yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, no, there, really there's been it. multiple times. I think there's, like, been times where he's been like, yeah, I don't really l- listen or like music or something. <laughs> like, I think he said that. Well, that don't would explain why he doesn't me, like but, The Grateful Dead. But, but fucking, yeah. But insane. Like, I don't get that. Like, that <laughs> just doesn't fucking. That's lizard people shit. Yeah. That's wild. That is kind of. Um, Jeff Bezos also said that today, which is. <laughs> yep. And then Vouch, who we've talked about extensively on this podcast yeah. and who has had issues with me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that. That was hilarious. That was he got funny. so tight at me. Yeah. Um, because I had his ass. He got mm-hmm. so tight. And he screen capped my tweets and posted so he wouldn't quote tweet me and give me like likes and follows. It was yeah. so funny. Like, what a fucking scum. But Vash, who I hated long before we had issues, fucking, we've talked extensively, but he's like, like Hassan's a hero compared to Vash. Vash is a real piece of shit. Um, and my true belief on him, and you know, is that he's a pedophile. He had a bunch of child porn. He was reported for child porn. The FBI investigated him. This is fact a couple of years ago. And I am certain that this popular streamer got, is an FBI asset. And that's what he's doing. Like, he pushes so many Fed talking points yeah. that are anti-left under the guise of leftism. It's, like, very clear that that's a man with handlers. And that is a Fed project, at least to an extent. Yeah. And then he jokingly said on a stream, this is crazy. A clip came out. And he's like, 
lots of people are informants. Shit, I've been an informant once and then realizes like, oh, I shouldn't have said that on stream and then like tries to spin it into a joke and then is like, yeah, you know, I snitch all the time. I, that's why I did Antifa stuff after all. Ha ha. And like try to make it like it was sarcastic. What? But like the first half of that shit was like not sarcastic. Like he like, and you see the oh shit look on his face like, oh, I'm streaming. Yeah, um, yeah it's a joke actually. <laughs> oh, I'm uh, not talking to my handler right now. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's on Twitter like, you know, oh, look at these idiots. They thought I was being serious. And it's like. Yeah, That's his I main mean, cop out for any clip that comes across from him. These idiots think can't don't even know what a joke is. Like nigga, you not yeah. funny, bro. Like nigga, yeah, nigga, no, like I've funny. seen thirteen clips of him saying egregious shit. Have not laughed at one of them. <laughs> not that, one. Jokes have to be funny, motherfucker. Yes, exactly, um, bro. You, yeah. Uh, so anyway, good fucking riddance. Twitch ban them forever, please. I, we have to bait them into calling people crackers. How do we do that? <laughs> My New Zealand cousin Cracka is. <laughs> it's his birthday. Can you give him a shout out? Yes. <laughs> yeah, man, that would be funny. Yeah, my cousin Cray Kerr yeah. from Louisiana. Cray C R A Y K E R R. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give him? A, he's a veteran. Yeah. <laughs> Vosh uh, would hop on that shit, probably. Vosh would hop right on that yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then it sucks because the only people who, like, criticize Hassan are, like, Jimmy Dore. And then Jimmy Dore, like, made four jokes about his black nail polish, which is just, like, such an old man thing to zero in on. Yeah. It's like, come on, can we have someone else fucking own this guy? Like, someone's got to be able to give him the work here. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, and then Glenn goes on Jimmy Dore makes the same black nail polish joke. It's like, come the fuck on, guys. Glenn, you're gay. What the fuck? Yeah. What are you doing over here? <laughs> fucking. Uh, fuck. So, whatever. Um, is anything else you wanted to talk about? There was something, right? Oh, yeah. We could talk about this real quick and then we could sign off. Uh, you see that tweet that was, uh, I don't know who it is, but this man. Literally took four pictures of inside of a grocery store, right? And the the tweet reads something like, uh, "Look at this modern marvel." I I every single time I come into a grocery store, I am just amazed at the the choices that I have. And like, <laughs> yeah. And the whole time, I'm trying to think. I I don't know if this is like I'm thinking the correct show, but I think SpongeBob. There's like this one scene where he's like looking at something, and he's like, "Oh my god, look how fucking perfect it is!" And like, it's the same energy as that. Like, you talk about a fucking grocery store, bro. Like, yeah. So that's one of the main anti-communist propaganda things. Is they have people who came Mm -hmm. from the falling Soviet Union, and they're like, their first time in a grocery store, they cried. And and blah blah blah, mm. or someone, or even worse of a fucking narrative. We brought someone from Africa, and when they saw a grocery store, they cried. Um, and I've even had a personal friend relay a story to me, like, yeah, the guy at my tech company came from fucking Slovenia, and he fucking, you know, he saw the supermarket and asked, um, "Is when is it? Is it like this every day?" And 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 when he, we said yes, it's like this every day, not just when they restock. He cried. Like this is a big narrative. Our grocery stores. And so a couple things about this. Um, one is grocery stores throw out about 40% of that shit. Yeah. And and they keep their employees from eating it. They say you ha- most in grocery stores have a policy of if you take that, that's basically stealing. We'll fire you. You have to pay for mm-hmm. it. 
So they just throw it out in the dumpsters. And actually, if we have any enterprising listeners out there, a great thing you could do is go dumpster diving at grocery stores with some coolers, salvage the stuff that is – it might be past the sell-by date, but it's still good, and bring that to um, a food bank or food not bombs. Bring that to a mutual aid organization. And there's some stuff that's completely salvageable, some stuff that isn't, especially now in the winter when it's cold out. A dumpster is basically a refrigerator. You get that shit in a cooler, shit's going to stay good. Even the cut fruit that's like sell by this, sometimes it's still fresh. You could tell. Um, and, and I'm not recommending giving expired shit to the homeless, but sell by dates aren't a hard rule. Um, and you could go dumpster and get a lot of good resources for people who are hungry. Yeah, just and use appropriate those goods. Yeah, just use common sense. Like dairy, obviously, probably isn't the best thing to give to <laughs> to homeless yeah. people after it's been expired. But you know, um, there's other things that you could probably uh, manage to give somebody. Like for say, like people throw out like the hot food that they have at grocery stores. You know, yep. that Rotisserie type of shit. Roti- yeah, yeah. yeah, shit like that. Then that you that's quicker. You got to get that to people quicker. But yeah. like you know, there's there's shit. And and there was someone who like there was a TikTok that went viral last week of someone who like literally had tables worth of shit just from one dumpster dive and it, it's crazy. So so that's one thing. It's kind of the horrifying narrative about our grocery stores that's never talked about is that a lot of that gets trashed and not given to the less fortunate because they want to same reason they're not canceling student debt. They want people to work and earn it, you know. Yeah. Um. And furthermore, um. Grocery stores are great in other countries. When some, a conservative pundit went to Cuba and went to a grocery store hoping to mock the lack of things on shelves, mm-hmm. and then the shelves were like more stocked than American shelves, like all the way to the back. Yeah. And then his big criticism was, oh, there's just no variety because it was like one brand of tomato paste, one brand of TV, one mm-hmm. brand of this. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I could give a fuck. And if it's a shitty brand, I can go back and get another whenever I want. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, like who – like. And then a great reply to the guy because he was posting all the like the bakery at a grocery store, like all the cakes and pastries and shit, yeah. you know, made by underpaid fucking slave wage employees. And someone posted a Vietnam bakery that's just mm-hmm. like way looks way better. Yeah, like, she, yeah. She said, she yeah. said, oh no, this socialist hell of a world, Vietnam, with our cakeless shelves, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> and it's just yeah. full of fucking shit right there. You, yeah, I see that. See, yeah. yeah, yeah, it looks delicious. That looks so much yeah. better than. Have you ever had one of these fucking pre-made cakes from like the grocery store? They suck. They're yeah. not good. No, they're pretty fucking awful. Not. Yeah. Um. And so fucking dry anyway. as shit. Yeah, dry as shit. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not trying to say like that bounty is a good thing. That plentiness is a good thing, but it should be for everybody. Yes. And, and people, it, it's so fucked up that to like go into a place. And because the people in there are buying it, you're like, oh, yeah, we're all good. Think about all the people who can't even be in that store. You know what I'm saying? Can't yeah. buy that shit. That's that. That's what's horrifying about our grocery stores. But that's more hidden. That's not in your face. And mm. um, and that's people's problem with the homeless at the end of the day is that it's in their face. And they don't want that. They don't like that. Um, yeah. Well, if, and, uh, if they keep fucking going, it's going to be in everybody's face, which, you know. Um, yep. Pretty soon you won't be able to fucking escape it. Even Even here in this small little town that I'm in. Um, I saw a homeless person a day and I was kind of like, what the fuck? This is, this is kind of crazy. This is happening here, but like, I'm not surprised whatsoever. Cause yeah. you know, when you, when you push people out on the outskirts of society over and over again, you know, by different shit and they just have a string of bad luck, you know, it's bound yeah. to happen. It is literally bound to happen. Yep. Yep. And even places that used to be more affordable for rent 
mm-hmm. really are like even in the deep south now, it's really not that cheap to get a place to live as, a, as compared to how it used to be. Yeah, um, which is super concerning. Um, and yeah, you know, like I I have a barber who's an immigrant and and he came from iraq and hustled his way up he lived in a place with like eight dudes for three years while he was like working in restaurants and then he was a barber got his barber license and he was there from 6 a.m to 8 p.m every day all his fucking and this talk about toxic barbershop the fucking puerto rican guy next to him would like constantly be riding him like you work too hard man you gotta go get some pussy like all the time yeah, yeah, yeah. and he and now he has his own place and his own shop and he'll constantly you know talk to me about like I don't understand why people don't work. He, he's a Trump guy, which is, you know, he's like a hardcore Trump guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I love him. He's a good dude, you know, so I, I don't I don't really mind. And he's just funny. Like, he didn't even know who Bernie Sanders was. Uh, he was like, who are you going for in the election? I was like, I was like, oh, I like Bernie. And he goes, is that the gay one? Meaning people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he just, you know. This is not, been, not even still, really still, politically, like, in, informed to the point where you would be able to even know candidates like that. But he but, still works 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Yeah. Even haircut. So, like, you know, fucking when is he going to, like, sit and fucking think about all this shit? You know, I don't blame him for it. And his narrative is like, I would never be homeless. I lived with eight people for three years and worked. And he, he says, worked like a donkey. Over and over and over and over again. And then I worked in the barbershop and worked like a donkey. And everybody would drive me crazy. And they'd bribe me about how I worked too hard. And where are they now? They they don't have a house like I do. They don't have this. And so he's got that personal narrative. And I think it's instructive because it's not really a false narrative. And that's the narrative a lot of people have, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's, but it's more fucked up when it's someone who, like, did have a relatively privileged life, never had those experiences, and never really worked that hard and has just this professional class career. Um, and then they want to talk shit about like, like, I, like, I don't mind when my barber talks shit. Cause he actually did work. They like talk your shit. All right, whatever. Yeah. I'm not about to push back at you. Like you earned the right to talk shit, I guess yeah. you're wrong, but I'm not going to explain to you why you are like, like, have yeah. your, you know, you, what the you fuck difference does right it make? now? Go off. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's, I just like, we don't really talk about politics often. Like last time I went in there, he had this conspiracy theory that I don't know is true that they edited black people into friends. Wait, what? Yeah, he's like, I, I used to watch Friends all the time in Iraq in black and white, but I'd watch it, and you can still tell the difference between black and white people and black and white. He goes, and there were no black people. And now I watch Friends on YouTube TV, and I watch it, and there's black people edited in. There's black people all over the place. But if I watch it on HBO Max, there's no black people. You could watch the same episode. And I don't know what two platforms he was saying specifically, but yeah. apparently on one platform, if you watch Friends... There's black people. And on one platform, if you watch Friends, there's not black people. And and they edited in black people to the reissue of Friends. Yeah. I and think, I don't know how true this is. I, I think I, it should be investigated, though. Yeah, I've never watched that trash ass show. But uh <laughs> the fucking I've seen I, I've seen people tweet like where are the black people and friends at? Like at jokingly. You know what I mean? So yeah, maybe there's yeah. some validity to that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> And yeah, so that shit's wild. That shit. So like, he's just a funny guy. Like, I, you mm-hmm. know, most of the time, it's shit like that. It's not. He's just even talking like, about black people and friends. Like, he's not yeah, concerned like, yeah. about fucking. And not politics. even in a racist way. He's just like, why are they doing this? Like, what's the? I don't get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, not um, for real. And and yeah, but so fucking. It, uh, if a listener wants to go like explore that theory. I would love to see some evidence to it because that's pretty wild. Um, 
Oh, but like those are the changes we like almost some people died in the street for during the protest is like, all right, we're going to edit black people into friends now. Like we got nothing yeah. of substance, but we got like that. Like, yeah, that shit. Um, black characters and friends. This is a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> right, let's see. Uh, I am obsessed with friends. I've watched each uh, episode at least 50 times in my life. And as a black person, whenever a black character appeared on the show, it was practically burned to my brain because of how excited I was to see someone who looked like me. And with reunion finally out, I thought it was a perfect time to list all the black characters that have been featured in friends. And apparently there's, Fifth or like twenty seven. Damn, that's not a lot. That was a show that went on for seasons. And yeah, seasons. and then it's like a child looking at Chandler, mattress king, delivery guy, the casting director, security guard, knockers is one of the <laughs> fucking. So not even main character. Yeah, librarian. Man. So here's my theory: maybe <laughs> they edited out the black people in Iraq. <laughs> yeah whoa yeah. yeah who knows yeah yeah that's crazy because like, because um, it, it does show pictures of these people you know so like there's no way that they could have edited this picture of this waiter right here like <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe he's tripping maybe they did edit it out i don't yeah, know i don't man. know this is i don't wild. know this is wild. i kind of just let him talk his shit oh um, <laughs> And, 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 I, you know, he actually, I got to be honest, sometimes talking to him about my life problems is better than therapy. Like, yeah. I, like real talk, he's given me some of the best, most sage advice I've ever gotten from anybody. He's, like, actually a brilliant man. He just, like, doesn't know who Bernie is, and I forgive him for that. He's, like, a hardworking dude. But he really is, like, he, he, he knows his shit. He's, he's really got some sage wisdom. I, I appreciate him a lot. Um and I'm totally willing to listen to his conspiracy theories about black people being edited. In <laughs> yes, no, nah, I would, I would agree. I think that's a, as a, you should continue to go to that bar, honestly. Yeah, no, he's great. <laughs> he, he, one of his clients flew him out to his wedding to cut his hair before the wedding, and I'm totally doing that. Like, regardless of where my wedding is one day, like mm-hmm. I'm flying bro out. Um, because he really does give like the best fade up of all time. It's like pretty insane, actually. Yeah. Um, that man is a magician. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Fucking, I don't really, I think that covers a lot of ground. Uh, Want to leave, wrap it up here? Yeah, we can wrap it up there. Yeah, we have, all right. we have 50 minutes, so yeah. Oh shit, all right, that was, that was a pretty long one. We were trying to do a half hour. Damn, we, we always say we're going to do a half hour and then and just continue to not do a half hour. Yeah, like we say it every week. <laughs> all right, 2.30s, do that. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> One day, one day. One of these um, days. But yeah, so um, if you haven't yet, listen to episode 62. Um, we had an issue redaction on it, but it, we, we're uploading that. That's going to come out before we release this one. And it's then coming. Episode, six, episode 63 is is really good and insightful. I think it's worth listening to. We were both kind of tired and beat at the end of the episode, but we, like, we really steamrolled through some important points. Um, and that's probably one of the more instructive episodes we've done. And then, you know, listen to this. But, you know, if, you know, definitely if you haven't listened to those, go back and listen because there was some good shit in them. Um, and yeah, we uh, we love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Merry Christmas and yeah, happy Merry holidays, Christmas. whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate anything, I get it. And Christmas is so fucking consumerist. It's, it's really, it's like, it's mm-hmm. fucking wild. 
Bro, it is crazy because I fall into that shit. I'm like so on the pre- like, oh, I gotta get presents. I'm into I'm like I'm into that shit right now. I just yeah, spent a bag today on my girl. How like, fucked you know, up like, is it that like as people are trying to figure out how to buy things for the people they love? Oh yeah, your student loans start up in two months. Yeah, just a, just a heads up. Like fucking hey, dude. Like give people a fucking break. Yeah. Um, shit, Scrooge McFucking President. Um, all right. It's time to fucking, it's time to wrap it up. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys.